Uh, Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo 64. Well, uh, like any of the ones with the cartridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. So, like, if, the game didn't work, if the game didn't work, you just get it go <laughs> and slam it back in. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> What the fuck is this chair you're sitting on, man? It looks like... How's that chair even hold you? I'm at my dining table. It's my oh, dining table. Your, your chair looks tiny. <clears throat> no, I'm just huge. Oh, okay. I see. I see. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yesterday, we apologize. Well, I apologize. We had some technical issues. All I had to do was fucking restart my computer. Well, uh, it's just like that. Well, the game, the the jokes on you now. Because remember that time when all I had to do was turn my microphone around. <laughs> uh, it's six in the morning here. I just woke up, and uh, today we're doing a morning show. Apparently, yeah, yeah because it's 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 uh, eleven forty eight a.m. here. So yeah, I just this is the morning show. I got to catch a flight in like three hours to Dallas, so I thought let's just get it done now. That way we can put it out and. Hopefully we're as funny, funny in the morning as we are at night. <clears throat> um, anyway, I wanted to, we were talking yesterday before we got cut off. I want to ask you how the Dorian Yates uh, premiere went. That's what everybody's really been waiting to hear about. Okay. So, um, it was really good, except we, man- we finally managed to get there 10 minutes before the film ended. What are you talking about? Yeah. You didn't see the whole thing? No, I've watched it since. I watched it, I watched it afterwards. They gave me a copy to watch afterwards. But you missed the premiere? Mm-hmm. How fucking disappointing. Were you banging somebody or what? No. <laughs> no. So I went out my gym on the job. And, I'm um, trying to think of reasons why you would be late. And I'm like, no, okay. No. If, I mean, if that was, that would be a good reason to be late. That would be the only reason no. to miss the, to miss the, the Dory Needs premiere. No, mate. So we, we left at like 10 in the morning. So we went to a gym that was only like 45 minutes away from where the, the, the venue was. Um, and we left like two hours before we were due to be there. So yeah. we had like, so much time to get there. It took us nearly four hours to get there. Oh, um, traffic. Because when we got into Birmingham, Birmingham, the, the road system there is fucking wank anyway. It's all one-way systems. Yeah. But the hotel was right in the middle of the city where there's no roads. There's only trams. Yeah. So we were like a 20-minute walk from the hotel. <laughs> and, the, and the venue was a 25-minute walk from the, uh, vet, from the venue. So the, the whole thing was just a shit show. We just got... Did you so train... Did you train in Birmingham? No, we trained in uh, we trained in Rotherham, which is like it's about an hour away. So aside from traffic, it sounds like you were late because you were working out. No, I left on time. Left but if you told but but if you told Dorian I was late because I was I working don't think out, he, I, he didn't notice. No, but he would. It would be if the I only. T- it would be the only reason that would be acceptable. No, if I if I said I was banging someone, he'd be like, "Cool man." <laughs> I think he'd prefer that. To be fair. <laughs> um what was so anyway you've watched it since where'd you watch it where'd you watch it it's now on amazon it's on amazon now they gave me a a copy afterwards to take home because um we were invited i haven't um, seen it how is it uh it's really good it's really really good it's um it's more emotional than i expected it to be is it like the ronnie one because when i watched ronnie coleman's i almost fucking cried yeah kind of at times is but it kind of but it, it gets he wasn't it reinforces everything you wanted Dorian to be. Oh yeah. But then he's there's more to him as well that you didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's another side of his personality which I think is more apparent these days. Yeah. And it just it was it was cool because he like interviewed loads of obviously pros at the time, his family, his friends. It was it was cool. Um, he does a good job on those. Sorry. 
They do a good job on those. I think they do a better job on the ones like the Generation Irons. They were shit. Yeah, I think because well, I didn't were, actually. I didn't. I didn't see because well the um okay the second two the second two are marginally better in respect they're closer to being an actual documentary but they're still but they're terrible because of what, what's involved yeah the, the original generation i shit was because he, he's tried to make a movie out of bodybuilders rather than just giving us an actual documentary oh that's the one where they the first one was the one where they where they pitted kai against phil and that was yeah, the whole thing yeah the, the, yeah, yeah. yeah so i never, this, I never so saw the, that this, this one and the ronnie one i haven't watched the um the uh, Callum Romoga one because I'm not really interested, unfortunately. I, wa- <laughs> I-, I watched that one because I like. Uh, how how was that? It was exactly what you'd expect it to be. Cal's like on a motorcycle and everything, and no, yeah. but they also talk about his injuries and what happened and him getting through it. It was actually pretty. It was actually pretty good. Like if you're not, See, you know, like you're a yeah. racist, you're a racist towards men's physique guys, <laughs> obviously. So it's classic No, no, I mean, it's just there's nothing about him that it's like. Ronnie was the best of all time. Dorian is like my essential my bodybuilding. I don't Callum. There's I draw nothing from him. I can't relate. Yeah, to but him. aren't you interested in Cal? Because he's like he's kind of like this stereotype. Okay, should I watch it? I don't think you personally are going to like it. Well, that's why I haven't watched it. Cause that's why I assumed. Yeah, that's just but the, but the Dorian one and the Ronnie one. They're good because they're actual documentaries. Yeah. So instead of trying making it something that it isn't, they just it's just a documentary. But well, that's what they did. It. That's what they did with Cal, though. Because yeah, that's right. That's what I mean. So yeah. the actual the movies themselves, or especially yeah. the first one, is just yeah. terrible. Yeah. Because it's it, most of it's not true. It's, it's staged. This is all very true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. I yeah, thought that, it. it's, it's, um, I think it's on Amazon Prime now. I've got I've got it on digital. Um, I thought the Ronnie one was fucking <clears throat> awesome. Like I watched yeah, it. I watched it a couple I, times. I, I, th- I think the Dorian one's better. Why do you think they put out such good movies, but they're not great with their YouTube? I think they're separate companies. Not in separate companies. I think they're actually separate. They're the same company, but I think they're separate sides of it. Like but I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was that. Uh, I thought it was that Vlad guy. Doesn't I? Don't I? Don't from what I know, I don't think he's in charge of all the social media side of it. That's just this. It's a separate part. But he does the movies. Yeah, I think Generation I and the movies is part of Generation I and the company. Okay, more importantly, well, Generation Iron, the social media portion, yeah, I think is ruining General Generation Iron, the movie company. Yeah, I would agree, and I because I feel like I feel like when you look at the Generation Iron movies, they're set to such a high standard. Like, yeah. though, I think the Ronnie one was amazing, and now you're saying the Dorian one has a similar feel it's to so it. Good. Yeah, I think, I, but I think the reason again, I think the the reason why they're so good. They're not drumming up drama. They're not picking things that aren't there. They're not like, it, just like their social media does. Yeah, yeah, they are just honest, raw, well filmed. They and they draw. They actually draw on the emotions, but they're real emotions from these people we all aspire to. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why the. I want, so that's I why I think I want. I want them to keep doing these like movies about the, the individuals. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I want them to do a Flex Lewis one. That would be fucking great. Yeah, Flex Flex is an icon. You could do it. You could really do it on a. Uh, there's a few people like you could do. I could watch one on Jay too. Yes, Jay. Because Jay, because Jay isn't very, like Jay's opened up about his personality lately. You, like he I does wonder, a lot. I, I think the, the obviously the ultimate one is if they went back and did one on Arnold, but it was only about Arnold's bodybuilding career. No, you know why though? Because this is why Arnold is so public that you kind of know who he is. You no, see, no, you know no, what? No, 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 no. Because have you have you read his autobiography? No. So the first probably third of it is only about his bodybuilding career. Yeah. And 90% of that I had no idea about. 
Okay. Where he did, where he came from, all the jobs he did, how he started his own businesses back then, who, who were his friends, his girlfriends, when he was yeah. very for how much he struggled right at the beginning. Yeah. Like all that shit, all that stuff. And interviewing the people from the bodybuilding era, getting like stock footage of him from back then and speaking to people, that would be incredible. I mean, of course it would be interesting because it's Arnold, but what I'm but trying I, to say... Because all of, all of us, we all know him as Mr. Olympia, movie star. Um, no, but like I know he's from Austria and I know he used yeah. to be in the army and I know he like, you know what I mean? I know yeah, like... But you, you know like snippets. We, we all know the... Snippets, you right. we, we all know the, the same stuff. We all know that Ronnie yeah. has bad back. That which is really <laughs> oversimplifying it. Got my, got my back. He's got um, a... we, we knew he was a police officer, and we also knew he was um, pizza delivery guy because he's done all that in his own documentary. We, we all knew that shit, but they still made an amazing documentary. To see all that about Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it would not be good. All I'm saying is I would like to see people that you don't get to see their personality. Like I've seen Arnold in so many interviews and so many things. Like, and so no, many, no, but like, but, I, but the whole thing about the documentary with him, I think a lot of it would not be him in it. They would be showing us yeah, stuff from back yeah. then and interviewing people from them, hearing stories that were about his bodybuilding career at the beginning before he was Arnold. I agree, but this is my point. Jay is very personal. Like he's very, uh, but sorry, very private. I know, but I think we all know more about Jay than we know about Arnold's bodybuilding in terms of the, the amateur side. Before he was Mr. Olympia, before all of that. I'm not talking about, about the bodybuilding, though. I'm talking about the personal side of Jay. Do you, how, much, how well do you know Jay? Oh, okay, I see him in, yeah. That's so what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get at, like, what, like, where did he train? And, like, I'm trying to get at, like, what's his family like? Life, <laughs> yeah. like that's fam- not quite what I mean about Arnold's either. But. Yeah, but that's uh, – I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying yeah. – there's other guys like so, I could, I, so we so who we who do we want to see? We want to see Flex Lewis, Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler, Arnold. Um, I would like to see Kai Green because no one has a clue. I think Kevin Lavroni would be a good one. Kevin too. Kevin Lavroni, but do you not think Kai Green would be hugely? Kai would be an a, awesome. A, a, a he's one of the stars of the original. Film you know that documentary that you know that documentary that uh, it's not Dave. Is it Dave Puccinella? Yes, yes. You know the one where they show him in his fucking yeah, 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 yeah. sweat box, fucking, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is that a racist Dave term? Pop, Dave uh, Parsonella. Parsonella, so, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite documentary. Yeah. Like, Dave's even got a good voice for it. Yeah, he does. Because when you're watching it, you're like, this is, it's just, it was really, really well done. So I could watch another two or three hours of that, too. Yeah. So I could watch one on Kai. Anyway, yeah. what was more importantly than the whole fucking movie, what was it like meeting Dorian? Because that was probably like, you're probably fanboying pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the only pros I've ever had. Pros. The only people I've ever asked for a picture with. Did you fanboy or did you just like casually walk up and say, I just casually walked up and was like, Dodds, how's it going, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, he actually picked me out. I was just waiting. I was just standing there on the sidelines waiting constantly and he called me over. How special did that feel? Yeah, it was fucking cool. So, be honest. I know you're trying to be Corey now. Be honest. No, it was fucking sick. It was like it was like what I would imagine ascending to heaven is like when uh, (laughs) when you're at the pearly gates and God goes, "Come on in." I don't want people to get the wrong impression. I know I talk shit on here sometimes about Dorian, but honest to God, between him and him and Ronnie, quit fucking with that thing. Who cares? Yeah, no, no, it was uh, vibrating. Um, between him and Ronnie. I'm like absolutely mesmerized by both of them and their work ethic yeah. and their like I I don't mean I, th- I think that's why I like the documentary and there's probably other sides to Dorian because he doesn't shit on modern day bodybuilding he doesn't because yeah. he yeah. what he said to me he's like he's like you're doing a great job he said there's a lot of you guys that are really flying the flag properly yeah he said, he said and he's like it's about time 
So like, nice. he didn't name anyone. He didn't even name me specifically. He just said yeah. there's a, he said that he's noticed now that there are a lot of newer guys who are starting yeah. to be how he wanted bodybuilding to be. He didn't say uh, I watched the bodybuilding bollocks podcast and you guys are good. I, I read between the lines and I think he did say that. <laughs> Could you picture Dory listening to this shit? I, 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 I can imagine him coming on because he'd get really fucking high and come on and just deny the Holocaust. <laughs> I think somebody asked that question. Oh, yeah. Should, let's dig into these questions. No, we, no, we, I know. But I want to get into that one specifically. What do you think okay, about that? Is, okay. Dor- is Dorian crazy or what's going on? <laughs> to be fair, I don't care what his opinion on the Holocaust is. Well, I agree with you there. I don't give a shit. He's still the best bodybuilder ever or one of, I don't know, yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie's probably the best, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really give a shit, but it is kind of crazy. I have uh, yeah, it's a, it, it, there's 230 fucking questions. That's because we didn't. Uh, we were supposed to get at it yesterday. Yeah, but the, well, still, even when you leave the old ones up, they still don't accumulate that many. You should have wore your other shirt. Fuck. We were, we were plugging your shirt yesterday. So I go and put it on. And now you lost that that whole yeah. oh, adverti- no, it's advertisement. It's, uh, it's all right. This oh, <laughs> is a dirty shit. The Sando Industries. Sando Industries. It's a mock of what company? It's Stark or, Industries. That's Iron Man. Which is not a real company, so I cannot be. Uh, and before we got cut <laughs> off, we got we got into a conversation about you being sued by Stark yeah, Industries. I, I can't be sued by a company that doesn't exist for <laughs> So Tony Stark, bring it on, mate. With all your all with all your pretend money. <laughs> um, no, but it's uh, it's, it's um. It's on redcom1.com. And is there a code? Is there a code or something? You can use can... my code, which is Sando20 on all Redcom1. All right. Um, but, but the main thing is, you've got to go to the Meathead Nation apparel. That's the that's Rudy's brand. Yeah. Rudy Landry the third. Yeah. He's the buddy of mine. He's the athlete manager. Oh, he's the third. He's the third. <laughs> he's the third. <laughs> the old Rudolph Landry. He's a good mate of mine. He's fucking awesome. And he runs with uh, Dave Coppell, who's also works with Redcom. They have their Meathead Nation brand. Yeah. Which are like they're the silliest fucking t-shirts, but they're just aimed at bodybuilders. So they'll have they have like a Guardians of the Galaxy t-shirt. This is Guardians of the Games. They've just yeah. got their new um, meet, um their new they got like a Motorhead one. Okay, I think it says Motorboat instead. I think but so they have that like loads of cool mock-ups just aimed at bodybuilders. Just stupid, like the yeah. the Avengers logo, but it just says Meathead instead. Those are cool. Yeah, which is cool. Which is they're the stupid fucking amazing t-shirts that everybody <laughs> um, uh, love to wear. Meadows, oh, I, I shouldn't even bring that up. Forget it. Uh, anyway, well, there you go. Here's a good, good example. Meadows always wears fucking sick t-shirts. Meadows always has those fucked up shirts. Yeah, yes. So, so, like, he, so he, so he's the they're those kind of shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, Dave Palumbo video I told you to watch? I haven't watched it yet. I just haven't any fucking time. He took it down, man. Uh, and then I saw that Bob's been on the show. Yeah, so he took it down. Now they made up. Well, they didn't really make up, but they had a like yeah. a post video video together where Bob just denied everything, and for some reason Dave believed him. I don't know why. <laughs> it's funny how that happens, isn't it? <laughs> <sighs> but it's funny because now there's some extra stories going around. They're like, well, why did? I guess apparently Dave had this story like for a long time. Yeah. This well, apparently a, that apparently that email, even the one in the pictures, isn't Bob's email. That well, no, it is. What is? It's his, it's his actual email, but I don't, it's he's saying somebody copied and pasted it or some shit. I don't know, but it is his actual email. Yeah. But I think it's funny. The opposite angle, I think, is funny. I don't know who I believe. The I, whole I, thing's I, ridiculous. The either. whole the whole. Th- okay, let's just say this. 
whoever did if if dave did it on purpose that's really fucking stupid because it's like if you're just trying to get clicks and you put like this big i don't know man i feel like wait you think dave may not even saying he may have i don't think this is what i heard this is what i heard yeah yeah okay so one of the theories floating upon the internet one of the theories is dave Dave wrote the letter himself one of the theories is dave (sighs) made it up right and uh because he had this knowledge for a long time. Like, well, why would you have this knowledge for so so long and just hold on to it? Yeah. Apparently he's had it for months. So they're like, why would you hold on to it? And and Bob asked him that on the video and Dave said, Oh, I didn't want to just release it with all the stuff going on at the Olympia and everything and make the, the sport even dirtier. So I waited until now. <laughs> so that kind of also doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That's really stupid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what so okay so it was bob sat there like what mate no they're i i don't know who's lying that's the funny thing i can't tell because i mean i think i believe dave but i just don't know why you would hold on to the information i don't i don't know why bob would send all that shit anyway because i've i because i I mean i've i've known bob uh, i kind of know bob on a personal ish level as well i've been for dinner with him a few times he's over in the uk a lot he seems like the type of guy that literally couldn't give a fuck about something like that yeah, that's the impression I get as well. He'd be like, "That's why I don't know what to believe." Like, I don't, I can't imagine Bob sitting down and writing that. He would just probably, he would, if he heard that Dave Palumbo was going on Joe Rogan's podcast, he'd probably laugh. Yeah, laugh. I get that. I get. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who is telling the truth, but they both have good points because I can see Bob not giving a shit, but I can also don't know why Dave would hold on to this for fucking four or five months. Especially because in that video, he was very riled up because I did start watching it. Who was riled up? Dave. He was in the in the original video. Oh yeah, he was fucking losing it. Yeah. So was he been saving that for five months, or did he make that video five months ago? No, that's got to be a newer video. You, so he acted angry because after five months, he probably would have chilled out of it. Yeah, but sometimes when you're mad at something, if you if you stir it back up, you can get fucking riled. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, because you're an angry. I'm an angry fucking person. So an angry, uh, yeah. Which is weird because you're Canadian. Yeah, but I'm nice. <laughs> you're not yeah maybe you can be angry and nice (laughs) can you well at the same time well i don't have to be angry at people i can be nice to people but angry like inside yeah that's called being a sociopath (laughs) (laughs) so listen yesterday i gotta i should do i should tell you something don't ever shoot video you shoot a lot of videos you ever shoot videos when you're in a bad mood all the time that's what that both barrel series with ben Cause like he, literally, I got off stage at the Olympia, went back to the hotel room, was super pissed off, and he was yeah. like, "How do you feel, mate?" And I was like, <laughs> and then, and then I started just talking bollocks for about twenty minutes, like most of it I don't even remember really saying. Like, yeah, I, I, it was almost like I was trying to blame myself, but not blame anyone. I didn't name anyone. I, even I watched the video back, and I'm like, "Who am I even talking about? Like, yeah. what, do I, what the fuck am I even on about?" Because I was just angry at the whole thing, and I wanted something to blame. When you shot it, did you regret shooting it like five minutes later? The only reason I regretted it afterwards is because loads of people started saying that I was blaming Chris, even though in the video I explicitly said I'm not blaming Chris, he's great. Oh. And then I got pissed off because everyone like started trying to guess what I was blaming or if I was blaming myself because I just literally talked utter shit. Yeah. I was angry. And I didn't, you know, I didn't, I don't like people causing shit and saying I've said something and I haven't. That's the problem with shooting. That's the only time I regretted it. That's the problem with shooting videos every day. Because we're always shooting either a podcast or I'm shooting a podcast with somebody else or I'm shooting a cooking video or something. 
And uh, sometimes I'm in a bad Which, mood. Bitch, by the way, are very good. Those cooking videos, I like them. They get, I get, I don't know why they get so many views. I can't well, cook gonna, for shit. Well, I'm, I've just, I'm moving into my new house next week, and I've stolen your idea because I was like, nice, like a breakfast bar. Oh, you're gonna so, start doing cooking videos now? Fuck yeah, I am. And they're gonna be better than yours. <laughs> oh, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. No, mine are gonna be like. You're gonna open a, You're gonna open a can of fucking. Kraft can of dinner. mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Can of mac and cheese. Burger meat. Cut some hot dogs up in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it'll be like it'll be like bodybuilding on a budget, but yeah. like so much of a budget that you're on the doll. <laughs> bodybuilding on the doll. That's what my series is going to be. Everybody doing. copies my fucking shit, man. This is what happens. All do the time. you how many mac and cheese things are you getting tagged in now? Um, not it's a lot. I got, I got a I bunch. Got after. Ten in the last. I got ten maybe in the last week, which is a lot to be fair. It is so people need to put this on Dusty Hanshaw because it's him. He started this. Not he me. did start it, actually. Well, we all did it, but Dusty was the first to, like, be proud of it. He was the first to admit it because some of yeah. us... Some none of us wanted to tell anybody. And then Dusty was like, I well, do like, We need chicken and brown, boiled chicken and brown rice year-round. <laughs> and we're just sitting there just smashing through boxes of craft. <laughs> um, I made shake and bake yesterday on my... On well, that's my, good. That's I made right. a, Well, look, everybody's always looking for different ideas. So I'm like, I remember when I was coming up, I couldn't fucking stand chicken after a while, man. I used to eat so much fucking food. Like, I eat way more than I eat now. Yeah. So I started doing chicken bake, and I'm like, hey, I can get this chicken down now. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, off-season, I cover everything in, in a lot of sauce. Yeah, but the sauce, the sauce wasn't doing it anymore. The shake and bake, it totally changed everything. Have it you does, it? actually. Yeah, we have it over here. It's not, it's not, it's not the same. Why? It's called, it's called, like, a so juicy bag. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. So basically, a, put the chicken breast in the middle. How did you ruin bag. that? Mark, how did you ruin that marketing so badly? So juicy, <laughs> so juicy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm 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 over. Okay. It. It's called a so juicy. Yeah. And they are bags. So anyway, these bags, you you get them. You put the chicken breast in. You pour the seasoning in. You bake yeah. them in the oven. It's like a shake and bake. You bake them in the oven like that. Yeah. And they just soak in all the flavor. And they what are is it? Best. It, like restaurants chicken breasts but is it crusty or is it sauce no no these ones are soft they're not it's not sauce it just flavors the whole breast it like soaks yeah. it all up and it's in a sauce where you take it out of that obviously and yeah. it just it just tastes incredible well i don't know if you've used shake and bake but it's like a no, powder pow- it's yeah, a powder yeah, yeah. in a bag right mm-hmm. it kind of makes it like kfc but not as yeah, good yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah we don't have that here but I know man i didn't realize i haven't had it in so long so i cook it yesterday and i cut my chicken breast open and it's juicy as fuck and it yeah. tastes awesome yeah. And I'm like, okay, I think this might be a staple now. Yeah. Because I, I used to, I used to, <laughs> I'm going to be so, I'm going to be so fat now. <laughs> but no, uh, anyway, so <clears throat> it's just little ideas like that. So I did that with like some fried potatoes and shit, but I don't know, man. People seem to like them. It seems to work. I don't know. I think people don't have ideas and they don't know how to cook. It's so. true. It is true. Because sometimes like when I give a client a diet, they'll have like, have like i don't know greek yogurt where i isolate almond butter and mixed berries which to me means put them all together mix it in the fucking bowl <laughs> and they're like and they'll just send me a, and they'll send me a picture of it and they've made a protein shake yogurt <laughs> on its own a little bowl of fruit and just a teaspoon of almond butter yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing it's all separate yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's like what or it's like it's just like little things like that. people just don't know how to Oh, you know the oatmeal? Yeah, I, so I wrote one guy's diet and I said oatmeal and I said, <sighs> I forget what I said. I said one cup or two cups or something. I can't remember what, I think it was one cup, but in brackets, I put dry measure, meaning measure one cup dry and yeah. then and then cook it. Yeah. 
I see the guy like two months later. He says to me, he, I've been training this guy for two months. He says to me, hey, uh, do you think I can cook my oatmeal? I said, what? <laughs> he goes, well, you said dry measure. And I'm like, yeah, measure it dry and then cook it. <laughs> he didn't fucking know. No. He'd, been, he'd been eating dry fucking oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> that is a testament to how well he's, that's a, he's a testament. Yeah. I was, he's the hardest fucking working guy I ever met. He's just yeah. like. I, I had somebody like that with, um, with, uh, I think it was with eggs. Yeah. And it was something, it was supposed to say like, I think it was, it was supposed to say like two whole eggs and I accidentally put 20. <laughs> Don't like, tell me he was doing it. Well, no, he did it for like one day. <laughs> so he, he, the first day he did it, then he messaged me in the afternoon. He was like, dude, I, those 20 eggs, man. I, like my stomach feels like shit. I was like, what are you talking about? And it, so it was like, it was like 20, it was, like, so it was supposed to be like two whole eggs, 120 grams of beef. And he was having um, like X amount of bread or oats or whatever. And then he was having all this and ate 20 eggs with it. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing so hard? Could you imagine that guy's day? He's like, yeah. he, he's like, fuck my life. I got to eat 20 of these fucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he boiled them all though? And he's just having them all like hard boiled. That's the pick. That's how, <laughs> that's how I would do it if I had to eat 20 eggs. I would, you don't make a scrambled egg. I would probably hard boil it. Hard boiled twenty fucking eggs. Yeah, I like hard boiled eggs. Yeah, but twenty in a row. Yeah, twenty. I would just make it into big. I'd make it into big scramble. Listen to how fucked up this is. So sometimes in the morning I do six whole eggs for breakfast. Yeah, does nothing to me. I feel great afterwards. Right, I'll do that and some Ezekiel bread or like that and some oatmeal, whatever. Right. Sometimes at night before bed I'll do six whole eggs if I don't feel like cooking like chicken or steak or something. Right. Yeah. It fucks my stomach up every time. I wake up in the I wake up in the morning. Every fucking time I've done it, I wake up in the morning and I feel like I can't eat. What would be the difference between eating it at night and well, eating I guess it in the morning? Maybe in the maybe in the morning you're more receptive to food because your your stomach's more empty. Or maybe. Yeah, but if I eat like a steak at night, I'm fine in the morning. It's so fucked up. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe you I don't know maybe, the answer. Maybe it's something to do with the sulfur in the eggs. Maybe it might yeah. ferment longer in your stomach if it's already full. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked up. You know, John told me once that it makes a difference whether you uh, eat your eggs scrambled, boiled, or like sunny side up. Like however you eat them, your body actually processes them different. Really? And he got, he got that from Dr. Serrano, the guy okay. he works with. Oh, so that's definitely true then. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, yeah, this is, doesn't say this can't yeah, be bullshit. He doesn't, he doesn't say lies. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, anyways, um, I wanted to ask you if you saw Chad Nichols' kid pull 400 pounds. I did. He's in seventh grade, man. I know. It's, well, I don't know what that year that is in the UK. That's young. Seventh grade. Seventh grade is like uh, 13 years old or something like that. Fucking hell. 12. That's crazy. Are you like 400 is hard for me. I know it's not hard for you, but like 400 is like my, Oh no, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like that's my working weight. This yeah. kid's fucking pulling it. Like it didn't even look hard for him. Yeah. Chad's got the secrets. Yeah. What's he doing to his kids? I'm going to ask him. I'm going to have him on the podcast next week. Yeah. Is that, he's going to be, going to be like, I don't care about Ronnie Coleman. What's he doing to a 12 year old son who's limited 400 pounds? Show me. That's, I'd be the same. I'd be exactly the same. You know, Chad is the original, like for me anyway, Chad is the original eat big to get big guy. Well, yeah. His first off season diet he gave me, I was like, holy fuck. It was a shitload of food and it was not clean. 
like he had me eating like hash brown you know those hash browns you buy at the yeah, gro- yeah. grocery store mm-hmm. they're already like made like hash brown mm-hmm. he had me like eating those in the morning he had me eating pancakes he had me eating like just tons of fucking food you wouldn't normally put in a bodybuilding diet but it was very really, cal- really calorie dense mm-hmm. but i fucking got huge that year well yeah because all that <laughs> acetal does exactly the same thing i don't think so does he uh, well but in terms of the food choices yeah yeah you're eating like kind of sloppy a little bit sometimes yeah because like my rest day diet my my second meal is burger and fries and before yeah, but I that's just that, but that's just a cheat meal no it's not it's, i'm it's, talking this was every day yes i, I know. know so this yeah and so like so okay for instance, like the cookies before i go to bed yeah like he some days i mean a lot of the time when he gives you the shit food is um he'll say he'll give you like he'll say okay here we, here we go he'll give me a meal that will say be uh, 80 grams of protein from whey and then they'll say 100 grams of carbs from bread cake cookies whatever get, <laughs> so i can have pancakes i can have whatever i want there as long as i hit that carb number that's and great that, and that's and he's always been like that yeah he's like man eh, you don't have to eat rice all the time you can have whatever you want kind of thing that's and great because i think what he believes which is kind of what my my off seasons are more lax now than they used to be in terms of me not being so anal about the foods yeah um and if I want to eat shit on top of my diet, I will. It doesn't make me any more lazy. I still prepare my food. I still eat my meals. What I mean is I, if I want to eat more, if I want to eat shit on top, if I want to change my meals to a shittier option, I, I will. And that's something I got from Chris and um, Sasan. He's a uh, Harati. He's a uh, UK pro. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you do all that shit in the off season. You're hitting your calories. You, you know, every, you, you feel more relaxed. You're growing. Yeah, you might put on a bit more body fat. You might not. I haven't really. Yeah. And I noticed that I did this before the Arnold last year. As soon as I... He took it all out. A little bit of cardio went in. The food was just as high, but it was all clean. My body just fucking responded yeah. like crazy. I dropped yeah. like 15 pounds of fat in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. But no, not in terms of the stage weight, in terms of what I could see in the pictures. Yeah. It was, and it's never happened that dramatically ever. I, um, I, think that's, I, I think that's a big reason why a lot of these old school guys like Chris, and now you're saying Chad does the same thing. It makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, I've always been a proponent of have a base diet, and then have, you can have whatever the fuck you want on top of yeah. that. I don't yeah. care as long as you get your base diet. In. Yeah. But the well, thing that the people go wrong is, well, does that mean I can eat a two liter of ice cream? And what I tell them is if it doesn't fuck up your next meal, I don't care. Yeah. And that's the trick because yeah. you can only eat so much shitty food before it's going to start to fuck up the next meal. Well, after. Well, people also get mistaken about that. That's a two liters of ice cream. That's, that's just shit food. Like if you're having cereals, if so, if that's, there's nothing in that. It's just shit. Yeah. If you want to have 100 grams of carbs from Rice Krispies and whey versus chicken and rice, yeah, that's fine. In the yeah. off-season, there's no yeah. problem with that. I mean, it's not ideal, but it's, it's fine. But the point I'm trying to make is, let's say you had, let's say one of your meals was chicken and rice, and then you want to have cookies afterwards, right? Yeah. If you could eat 12 cookies, and your appetite is still good enough to get in a meal two hours later, yeah, yeah. Then I don't give a shit. But Again, you, that's exactly what Chris says. Yeah, but if you can't, if like you eat twelve and it's too much, then don't eat twelve. Eat four. Yeah, and then get in your next meal. Like that's what people miss the part about the calories when they think I got to eat enough. I don't want to eat more than I have to to make sure I can get my next meal in. Yeah, I think people. The thing is, like, so that the thing I'm talking about there is people should follow their diet, and if they want to eat anything on top, without it affecting their ability to eat. Without it diet, affecting, that's right. Yeah, they, yeah. then that's fine. And yeah. I, I, completely, I agree with that. And that's where people go wrong because they'll have like the chicken and rice and then they'll have too much of the shitty food 
and then they'll miss a fucking meal because their appetite's fucked. Yeah, yeah. No, so, anyway. right, should we get into some of these questions? Because they're all 230. <laughs> yeah, I guess I think people will be upset if we don't answer some. All right. What do you got? You want to you want to start, or should I start? Um. Yeah, you can. All right, we'll just go down the list. We already went through your experience with Dorian. (laughs) I steal everything from Dorian. What's with you? Can I ask you why, out of all the bodybuilders, you get compared the most to Dorian and Ronnie? I don't. Well, the Ronnie thing's a joke because when I I know, I know it's a joke, but it's like I don't get compared to Ronnie. So what it was is when I first used to put up the two hundred pound dumbbell lifts, everyone in bodybuilding just assumed Ronnie was the only person that could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And because I didn't get twelve that that video, well, Ronnie did twelve, as if as if two hundred is his his number only. So I always used to start saying, "I'm not sure it was Ronnie Coleman." Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're judged a little harder than everybody else for some reason. I do you know what it is. Uh, I think it's because the whole potential word gets thrown around with me a lot. Yeah, that's um, true. Even Ron Partlow today on his um, Instagram said he believes I can be Mr. Olympia one day. I could be. I have the potential to be. And people will see that. So every time I fuck yeah. up, because like, here it is, because I have a, a physique barely at all similar to Dorian's, apart from maybe my back is the similar look. It's not as good. Yeah. It's similar. Yeah. I train in a similar way. And I'm English. Because if and I you do, in, And you do the same pose. Yeah. You, which put, you, put, you, put, you put that on I yourself. Did, I did that once at the Arnold Classic. Oh, and then I you, do it. you do it all the time. I do it every time now. I do it every time now. Because <laughs> it is actually a good shot for me. Yeah, it is. Um, so... Um, and that was my like homage to Dorian. I wasn't ripping yeah. him off. That was my. It was I, know. I, I, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Because a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people say you're just ripping off Dorian. Yeah. No, no, he's he's like but that's he's a... essentially my dad. So, <laughs> I, so because I don't come in if if I come in in really good shape. Yeah. Like, and I'm people are like, it's not as hard as Dorian. Yeah. So I get shit all over for it, and I've had so many people like, and I've had people send me comparisons of me say versus Jay. Yeah. And the, there's not much in the condition at all. Yeah. Yeah, and people never fucking shit on Jay for his condition. Well, they did so back in the day. I, they did back in the day, though. Oh, they did. Back in the day, so this is a, th- a lot of people. This is the funny thing about bodybuilding. If you go far enough, yeah. people forget all the bad stuff that they used to say. Oh, like, I didn't know. it's so like it's you, like the nineties. Remember the nineties? Now everybody, when they look at the nineties, yeah. it's like this glorious mm-hmm. time where nobody was off and everybody's great. Yeah, it's almost the same thing with Jay now. Not that Jay, like Jay's amazing. Okay, I don't want to say yeah, I'm not saying anything about him, but, but people. He used to come in some shows and people were like, why does he never get grainy? Why does he never get hard? Why does he never get like really, really shredded like Ronnie or like, so, mm-hmm. but the, the few times he did come in that hard, like, you know, in 09 and 01, yeah. people were like, holy fuck. So yeah. it was almost a little bit of a, but people forget well, all that is, shit. I think it was me. So if my, if I resembled Jay Cutler, I'd get away with it a little bit more because I remember the, the most shredded, massive human being of all time a little bit. Yeah. Then I get shat on for it. I think a lot of people assume that the whole me and Dorian thing. I don't. I, I don't know what it is. It's because you're English. Reason, yeah, I think it's mostly you're English, English and you have the same training style. Yeah, and uh, some of our body parts. I mean, like I have really big calves and my back's big. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine if they put the camera in Dorian's face more often, if he would allow it, he probably has a similar personality to you too. He's he's definitely way funnier and, and louder than people assume. Well, that's because he never fucking talked to, to anybody about anything for like 15 years. So yeah, yeah. nobody knows anything. But. He also, I think he also kind of said as well, he, he said he believes he still would have got just as far had he been way more relaxed in the off season. 
Yeah, I think I've heard him say that. In in terms of spending time, he said he, but he's glad he didn't because he did get as far as the year, but he said a lot of his being so rigid in certain times of the year, he said it might, may have even hold him back. He said he certainly don't think it would have made him any worse. But I think it would have ruined his mystique. Like maybe, but I think because he, because he said he he sacrificed a lot of like family things. Yeah. During that time. And he's, it's more like if looking back, he could have not sacrificed so much and still done the same thing. I can only imagine because I've, I've missed out on a whole bunch of stuff and I have a fraction of the work ethic that Dorian has. Yeah. So I can only imagine how much shit he's actually missed out on in that period. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Okay. You're in a, this is stupid. You're in a bar bar with your buddy. A fight breaks out. Who would you rather be with Cutler or branch? Branch. Yeah. He's probably pulled out a fucking sword. Or like yeah. a, one of those fucking hunting guys. He just have like a minigun hidden in his, in his little beard thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on CrossFit athletes and CrossFit in general, training-wise, aside from typical bad form stereotype? <clears throat> uh, it's just a different sport. I don't really have an opinion. I actually think I think, cross- it's, I, think it's re- I think it's reckless, some of the things they do. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly really impressive. when you Because I watch the – there's a CrossFit, I think, The Fittest on Earth on, on Netflix. Yeah, I watch yeah that. I've seen that. Yeah. Changed, changed my opinion of it a lot. Um, I, I got my opinion changed when, uh, I worked at SciTech and we were working a booth with, they had a couple of CrossFit guys signed to the label Yeah, and I saw them at the expo do like, I don't know, X amount of fucking squats or pushups or whatever. They, and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. They did like some like 70 squats and like a fucking, I always four. feel like CrossFit is like strong <laughs> man without any of the weight, but all of the reps. <laughs> it's endurance, man. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's, but it looks, from an outside, it might look the same as Strongman. They're just doing more with less. <laughs> That's what CrossFit is to me. This is the part. See, this is the part, the part that bothers me. He took out the most, the shittiest part. He's like, talk about CrossFit without the bad form. Well, the problem is the bad form. Like, I have a lot of respect for the CrossFit guys because I can't do what they do. But why can't they just do it? With, why can't you just do a chin up with good form? Why do they have to do that? Because I think it's the I, because I think the numbers and the rhythm is more important than the uh, form. But that makes no sense to me. If but the number because, because they're not trying to build muscle, they're trying to get numbers. No, no, I know that. But why can't it's like this? If you're trying to get numbers, why can't you get numbers with the proper form? Because what entails proper form is a different sport. They don't call it a chin up; they call it kipping. But it's retarded. It's a chin up. Well, it's not. It's skipping, isn't it? Really, it's but like they saying, changed like the name, a, but they changed the name so they can get more reps. But they called it kipping, didn't they? It's not. It's not the same. It's like a weird. You have to like swing up. It's like a different. I know that, but I feel like they changed it just so they could get more reps. It's actually supposed to be a chin up, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't know it, so I don't know. I feel like they took a chin up and they're like. Well, maybe, but to me, it's like. Or do you ever? Maybe that's why they changed the name then, because it's not a chin up. Okay, that makes sense. Did you ever see that? Actually, this is totally off topic. But did you ever see the benching that people are doing now, where they like get their feet as far under them as they can and they arch their back so much, yeah, that they're actually doing like a bench like this far? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it drive you insane? No, it drives me insane because there's so many powerlifters. Powerlifters. That's so right. That's which right. are not powerlifters. They yeah. are wear all the gear possible in the gym, no matter what you're training. Tell everyone you're doing it. Film it with a fucking tripod and then lift fuck all. And they make, and it's like that's the new breed of powerlifting that's really annoying. Me. But I don't understand how you could because, be proud. Because they, because they like, because that they, they're arching their back, but because they're not big, 
it looks like they're fucking bending over backwards. Because a lot of the, the, the really big fat powerlifters, they do a similar kind of thing. It just doesn't look because they have a massive belly and chest. Yeah. But, I think I, it's, I, but they it's do just it. These overly technical. But they do it to shorten the rep range. Yes. Because so they can put more weight. They can put more yeah, weight because yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. only moving this far. Yeah, I know. With fuck all weight. Um, but that but doesn't. What the fuck are you doing? It's, because it's still in the rules, I guess. I don't know. It blows my mind. I saw this guy do it, and I can't remember. It wasn't a big guy. He was only benching like two plates. But he arches back. He arches back so much. And then he moved the fucking bar, like the move the bar this much. And have you noticed as well? And then he he jumped up and he was like, ah, got it. And I'm like, but have you noticed there's only the fucking guys that I just described that do that? Yeah, I've never seen the the ones that bench in a belt, squat shoes, eye patch, long socks, long long socks. And they just do like a plate. Why do you wear squat shoes when you're benching? That's what I mean. What the fuck are you doing? I get it. You go to the gym. Because I can't see your physique. I have to look at your shoes, do I? It's like... And this, the only person I've ever seen that... There's a guy in my gym called Mike. And he's a, he's a natty powerlifter. But he's yeah. a fucking proper one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not an ass wearing all the stupid gear. He just, he just puts as much weight on the bar. He's a he's technique freak. Yeah. And he's natty. And he's bigger than everyone else. Yeah. And he, he squats like six and a half plates for like doubles. Yeah, and he just fucking owns it. And then I see all these other pretend powerlifters. Yeah, I'm like just stop it. Stop. I don't care. I don't care if you use all the gear. If you know what you're doing, or that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like some of these guys using all the gear just to tell everyone else they're a powerlifter. That's to show everybody else. That but the real yeah. powerlifters are just getting the fuck on with it. Yeah, it's the same with bodybuilding. The guys who come in with, like dragging their atomics bag across the floor with their baggy jogging bottoms on, top to bottom with their own name on their belt. And just, hey, and they, I got my name on no, my no, belt. No, 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 because you're a professional bodybuilder. <laughs> I have my name on my belt because I'm a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. But what I'm saying is these guys have all the gear, but they're not they – just, they're just posers. Do you they think it like, should be a rule that you can't have your name on your belt unless you're a pro? No. I just think, <laughs> and the, and I think if you're going to have your name on your belt – Or maybe you got to be over 200, 250 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, at least be a real bodybuilder if you're going to have your name on your belt. You have to train hard. Yes, yeah, you actually have yeah. to be a real bodybuilder that's maybe achieved something. It's like, you, you don't, I don't think you can just have it on your... You can't just have it, you have to earn it. Yeah, we have to tell Cardillo that, though, because they just sell them to anybody. Yeah, that's fine. They can do that. <laughs> but his isn't even... I mean, like, like, these guys, they aren't even... They're not, they're not even wearing Cardillo belts, most of them. Yeah, I don't know, man. Off, which I, is even worse. Anyway, back to the question. I think CrossFit's great because I have a whole bunch of friends that uh would never have stepped foot in the gym but yeah. the crossfit thing is actually a community thing like they all go together yeah. and they do like these boot camp yeah. crossfit things mm-hmm. see that's so, the pro- this is the problem why i don't have any problem with crossfit because it goes back to our last point with the posers yeah they're not posing or pretending to be everything and no they're not they're just like we do crossfit we work our ass off at crossfit most of them just like most of them want to go to the gym but have no one to go with yeah. this is for, to my experience anyway yeah. They like that they can go with all their friends and they all do like this boot camp kind of shit yeah, where they great. eat together. It's great. But they don't, they don't, yeah. they're not like vegans. They don't just tell everyone they do CrossFit. They used to, but yeah. they don't anymore. Yeah. Because it's become a real thing now. It definitely is a real thing. Yeah. And if you, if you explain the form that way, yeah. like it's a different movement, it's not a chin up. Yeah. Then I guess, yeah, there's no big deal, right? Oh, no, not at all. I mean, it's really bad on the old shoulder joints because so many of them have fucked shoulders. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So you guys have talked about gear. How about health subs? What kind of what kind of health supplements do you use? I use a ton. 
I do too, man. It goes from like liver care, milk thistle, astragalus, uh, citrus, bergamot, fucking, I use... Yeah, well, I'm pretty lucky over here. So we, um, Dr. Dean, who will come on the show when he's got time. Um, he's the... There's a little supplement store in the UK called Supplement look, Aids. It's an online look. store. Yeah. All right, you fucking junkie. <laughs> this is my this is my health supplement. There's that's no your, that's, your, that's your oral stack. There's no yeah. This Anadrol, <laughs> D ball, Trina ball. Um, this yeah, this so is you, secret shit only pros know about. That's why it's in a black capsule. <laughs> Just says roids on it. Um, no, those, yeah, those so I, there's believe it or not, there's no juice in there. Those are yeah, all, I know, I those are all health. Going back, so so basically, Doctor Dean and supplement needs have designed all these all in one products. Yeah, the contain contain all the ingredients you mentioned there. One for your heart, yeah. One for your liver, one for your um, kidney health. Um, yeah. Joint. I think they've got a joint one coming, like a sleep stack, which is yeah. natural sleep. And also, my good friend uh, Rick Foster, who went Strum. Uh, he he in his store, he has a product called Support Max, which is just, again just an all-in-one um, yeah. thing. We're like, going to be doing. Like, but even like Redcon One now, they have they have their their med kit, which was actually was designed by Dallas. He he, I yeah. think him and he had like the idea with it and yeah. it's just a very it's, it's not really so much a multivitamin it's just very much an all it's like an all-in-one without yeah. but kind of the essentials in terms of minerals your health supplements but it's not it's not as quite as conventional as the other ones the other ones are very very specific yeah but the, the med kits are very good let me ask well. you this so i've been thinking about this I actually thought about a product. I was going to call it like morning start or something like that. Cause every morning I have like my regimen of pills I take and shit. Right. Yeah. So I thought about doing the same thing where I would do an all in one. Now, if you do them all with the proper, and I'm asking this for the hostile company, cause I'm yeah, just see what, see what you think as a bodybuilder. If you put all the ingredients I want in the powder, you end up with, uh, you know, a one pound jug or a two pound jug of powder that might cost you 140, 150 bucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. a little expensive, but if you bought all those ingredients separately, you'd spend like $400. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's, so that's again, what the, um, the but, but that's not, but wait a minute. That's not my question. So it's, yeah. it's, do you think the powder is better or do you think we should create? Cause I also no, thought well, so of, so, 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 this gives my point. So you didn't so let me finish. What? Yeah, no, but you know what you're asking me. You what am I asking? One, you're asking me which one's better. Just do it all in one. Yeah. Or do them all separately in capsules. No, that's not what I was asking you. See, you should let me finish. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the separate, the second, the second option was to do like an animal pack type of thing. Yeah. With, with the pills. You know what yeah, I'm so saying? All in one in capsules. Yeah, either in capsules, but or all in one in powder. That's what I meant. You're going to put them all in one in capsules, or all in one in. Powder. Yeah, like in a, in a pack or in powder. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. I didn't oh, okay. mean put them all separately in individual ingredients. In, I thought that's what, I thought that's what you meant. I, I, I thought you meant put isn't put the individual ingredients. In okay, capsules. fuck, man. You don't have to give me it shit. Doesn't matter. Okay, so going back to my point, fuckhead. The um, so this is why I think where it, they differ. So, like, say something needs as an example. They make ones that are very specific per what you're looking for. Yeah, that's their demographic. Cool, strong. Yeah. They're making a very good all-in-one that covers a little bit of each of those. Not quite as specific. Very good. And then you have Redcom, which is like they're all-in-one yeah. for everyone. Yeah. It's not super specific and it's not the best, but it has everything you, most people will need in there. But so they're three it, demographics. So what, so what it sounds like you want to do is what supplement needs have done over three or four products. You want to do it in one. Yeah. I, I think if you can get a powder that tastes good, then that's what you should do. But you think people would buy it for 140 bucks? I think they would if it's good enough. 
Because it would save the money in the long run. Because like when I buy all those pills for that fucking that little yeah, tackle I think, box, yeah, the reason why I think the reason why putting it in a powder would be a better option is because the amount of capsules it would make up would put people off. I wonder though if you put it in a powder form, number one, if it would fuck with your stomach. I know Jeff Long has one. He says people like it a lot. Okay. Um, I wonder if it would fuck with your stomach. And number two, I wonder, like when I go do cardio in the morning, I take my essential aminos, right? Yeah. I wonder if you mix that with your essential aminos and then drank it during cardio. I wonder if that would fuck up your stomach too. No, I think what you need to do is make it more like a greens powder. Really? You put shot in a little bit of water, like pre-workout or something, you just neck it in one go. Oh. That's what I would assume. Because, I mean, a lot of people like myself, I have the green, I have like a greens powder. So normally what, so what I do every morning is I have, I have I'm like you, I have all, all my capsules. Yeah. And I have a scoop of like the GI juice, which is just the greens powder. And then I yeah. have um, a scoop of fiber. Yeah. Um, and then whatever else um, is in powder form. And then I'll have this big bowl of capsules. I would way rather just have three powders. GI juice, my, my fucking uh, fiber, and then your product all in there, all in a shaker, down. I would rather have one, though, because what I was thinking was, let's say you make the essential amino in like a, like we have one that's like a blueberry lemonade, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's say you made the blueberry lemonade and then you made the, uh, the multivitamin or oral. Like, no, I understand, but maybe you can mix them together so it tastes no, all right. You should, but it, wouldn't it make more sense to just because you take all the capsules in one go? Yeah. Would you rather have all these mouthful of capsules and drinking water to get yeah. them down, or would yeah. you, or would you rather just put a big scoop in your water, shake it, neck it, done? No, no, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying. I don't, think, I, I don't think many people would want to sip that, sip that because I think I, you know, I think I think how thick the powder is. Yeah, it's not going to be a finer powder that you have. It makes one scoop and it's in a in a ga- gallon jug and it's lovely. You know what? I'm curious what you guys think because actually, yeah. now, now that you think it, if you if you put, you're right. So let's say I put the powder separate, and I'm going to chug it down. It's going to taste gross. It could possibly it taste. Gross. I, mean, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I've tried Daniel Pike powder. I didn't. Really, it doesn't taste great. But I was still, yeah. if I, I would, if I was going to use the product, I'd still rather have the powder version. All right. Why don't you guys do this in the comments section below? Uh, comment whether you'd rather have like a animal pack style with like, you know, six or eight of the most important pills or you'd rather have uh, a powder that you can mix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, on to the next question. Uh, can you grow on a keto diet? Uh, well, thermodynamics says you can. Yeah. I I've, never seen, but I've never seen anyone do it. I don't think it depends. I think what level you're at personally, because I've seen, uh, one of our friends showed us a study that uh, showed me a study that said you can. Actually, John showed me a study too that said that you can. Uh, that guy's actually built muscle on a keto diet, but I think it depends what level you're at. Because, like, I think for me and you, man, it would. Yeah, well, the amount of fat would have to be like pouring cheese over every steak. All Dude, day, every day. I was talking to uh, me and a friend of mine were doing it uh, at the same time. He came over one day with like some chicken floating in like a fucking about an inch worth of coconut oil. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's like, I got to get my fats in for the day. I'm like, it's disgusting. That's, that's fucking awful. <laughs> coconut oil is dog shit and it tastes like shit as well. I like coconut oil. I, I don't think it's as good as everyone makes out. Oh, dude, gonna... try, try this. Just try this. Okay. Just trust me. Just try this one thing. I'm not talking about the flavor. I'm talking about the actual coconut oil itself. Everyone thinks it's a fucking miracle. I don't think it's a miracle, but it's just, it's... A, it's just a saturated fat. It's an MCT actually. The half of it is. But, it, but it, yeah, so it, so what? It's good for energy. Name, that's it. 
Yeah, but if you're on a keto diet, that's beneficial. Yes, I know, I know, but, but you're surely, I'm, I'm just talking about like, all these bodybuilders who are just obsessing, or people, the people across the world who have all of yeah. a sudden discovered the coconut. I think, I personally think Mark, so coconut oil, whoever came out with it, yeah. marketed it so fucking well. Yeah. Because when you really look at what coconut oil is, it's just... Well, I think what it really came, I think what it really became popular though was with the keto craze because people were like, oh, this is a fat that also provides you more energy than a regular saturated fat because half of it is a medium chain. Yeah, but but the thing is like most people are not going to really notice the amount of energy a fat gives them. No, but that's how it was marketed, which is actually yeah, that's what I mean, accurate, which is yeah. why it's so well marketed. Everyone's like, it's antimicrobial, it cures cancer, it can fucking fly an airplane. It's like, it fucking comes out of <laughs> coconut. How good can it be? Okay, but it just tastes good. That's why I use and it. And that's the other thing. It, it, it tastes, to me, it tastes like, have you ever had unflavored whey? No. It tastes like milk without the good bit of the milk. So it just tastes like the, whatever the badness in, so it tastes like milk without all the deliciousness of milk. So you coconut don't like the flavor oil. of coconut oil? Coconut oil to me it tastes like tastes like coconut without the deliciousness of coconut. <laughs> it's a shadow of coconut. I like to put coconut oil on top of my warm rice after I fucking take it off this that, out of this. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, and then this is what I do: I take the rice out of the steamer when it's already hot. Yeah. And then I'll melt like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of coconut oil on top. Yeah. And then put salt on top of that. That's good. That's good, dude. That's fucking really good. But I don't understand why people would rather use coconut oil than, obviously, apart from the price, versus, say, macadamia oil for their cooking. I don't like the taste of that. No, do you not? I think it tastes pretty good. For me, honestly, for me, it's primarily a taste thing. And the only reason reason I use coconut oil over olive oil, well, first of all, they're different fats, but it's not easy to cook with olive oil. It burns up really quickly. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Yeah, so I cook cook with coconut oil. Supposedly, actual, very, very good extra virgin olive oil is pretty difficult to get. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. And have you, have you ever had the really good stuff? No, I don't think I have. It, it tastes you, you, unbelievable. But you know what Stan told me when I had him on the podcast? And I didn't know they did this. He said your olive oil can usually be half like canola oil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, so when you take, get the real stuff that's real olive oil, yeah, yeah. it tastes phenomenal and it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know where to get it. Like, I, no, I most of the health food stores will have them and it'll be like a really small bottle of the shit in the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen dollars for like hundred mil. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive the shit I buy at Costco and like the big plastic jug is probably yeah, like not, yeah, yeah. There's probably that's like not. one olive in the whole fucking. <laughs> it just like brushed an olive on the top. <laughs> Dipped it in. All right. Uh, a lot of people seem to regard Reagan, Reagan Grimes as the future of bodybuilding. Who do you guys rate as the next big thing in the sport? Well, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, let's see, who's big right I do now? agree. Reagan is probably the next one of the next, one, one I, of the, the next big things. I feel like Reagan has uh, two, two years of development left before he can step but the, up we, with we, the, yeah. I'm not sure if you know that, but in two years, that is the future, mate. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, I, I was thinking more immediate. So like, no. if, if you're asking me next year, who's going to be, a breakout. I could be like, okay, Luke, if he ever learns to get shredded all the time, that would be one. Yeah, that's, fair, that's fair. That's fair. That's what, yeah, right. That's, that's fair. right. Well, I've done it twice this year. That's twice. Yeah. Fair. Well, you one and a half. Well, no, the Arnold and Tampa. I was, but I was still shredded both times. But you were a little flat in Tampa. That's what caused I was still you to... shredded. That's not what you said. But if you okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who? Okay, yeah, no, Regan, I do think will be very impressive. Yes. I also think with Regan, he's got a very good look. I agree with you yeah. because I was quite disappointed at his showing at the last thing. 
Yeah. Remain you were you were disappointed or not? I was, yeah, because it wasn't. I think he it looked like he sucked out too much at the end. Like he I, like he because he was clearly in shape a few days out, and I think what we were expecting on stage, I was expecting a rounder, fuller, harder Regan. He was a kind of like a watery flat. I thought he looked good. The part that the part that threw me was, you know, he, it, it's so hard on Instagram because he posts a lot of stuff on Instagram, and and I, yeah. and I see him in person too, and I'm like, yeah, this kid's fucking big. But then he stood next to Juan and uh, Cedric, who are very impressive. And he still looked big, but he didn't have the thickness that I thought he needed. Well, no, I think that, I think that maybe he does, but because he, cause, you know, like I, th- I wouldn't say he's been overdirected because that's not what it is. Because he might, he, I, I don't think he would have done that. Yeah. Um, but he looked, he looked like maybe just like a similar thing. Like he didn't, like, I'm not saying this is what it was, but he had that look like they dropped, they cut sodium too early. Mm. Something like that, you know, when you just look flat, but it's not to do with the carbs. Yeah, a bit watery. But it's like a flatness. It was. It was honestly like it was like just a mistake in the final polish. Well, I talked to Dorian. Uh, Dorian's a good friend of mine, and he's yeah. his coach, obviously. He's and a he, great coach. Yeah, he said. Um, he said he wished he would have. I don't think he cuts sodium, and I don't. I don't think he uses a lot of diuretics either. No, I don't think he does either. That's um, what I don't know, but it had a. But what I kind of get what it, he, it had a certain look. It wasn't like he wasn't in shape, but it wasn't like it was like he didn't nail it, and something went wrong. What I did, what he did say was he wished he would have carved him up harder because he flattened out like as the show progressed. Okay, yeah, well that, that makes sense because he's one of those guys that when he's flat he just looks softer. Yeah, because his his muscles not really dense and mature yet, yeah. so yeah. yeah, he can get soft looking very easily. Yes. So they're back in they're back in Japan. Actually, now that you brought that up, they're they're back in Japan this week. Yes. And they're competing at the show there, and apparently they're eating more and they're fuller and harder and we'll see how, how that how that pans out what do you think uh of the show though do you know the lineup or no i got it here uh, i did see the lineup i mean james isn't doing it now but i know that oh he's out um, yeah why he, he doesn't want to it's fair enough i don't know i don't know why he jumped in, in the last one so it wasn't kind of like just a last minute well, decision uh, the, well the thing is james i mean james had a pretty tough year his mum died this year i know i heard um and i think it was one of those things that he it, having something to really focus on was, was a help yeah um and maybe he just realized after a minute it hasn't really helped him it's just masked something yeah he's he's a very emotional guy and he that you're losing your mom is horrendous i'd imagine so yeah. um you know he was very close with his mom so i think he's just now taking some time to you know grieve again essentially so yeah you know. Yeah, that's what oh. it is, and, he, and I and I I mean I that decision is obviously the best decision to make for him, really. Well, my uh, my dad my dad passed away in '06. Yeah, I was 13 weeks out from a show. Yeah, best I've ever looked. Really, I was so fucking angry. Not angry. I wasn't angry. I was like emotional about my dad passing, yeah. but I was somehow able to channel it all into my prep. Yeah. But I guess everybody's different, right? Like everybody grieves in a different way. Plus, I don't mean this to sound like an asshole, but I feel like it's harder to lose your mom than your dad. Most likely, yeah. Like they're bro- they're both devastating, obviously. But like, yeah, I mean that. I think that's fair for most people because well, I, I don't know. Well, my dad was much older, so it was kind of like. Oh, are you closer with your mom than your dad, or were you? I'm def- I'm closer with my mom. That's than my dad. so for yeah. you. I think it's yeah, dependent. yeah, yeah. And in my dad, but my dad's also. Uh, 13 or 14 years older than my mom so it was kind of like we knew he was you know it was easier Um, anyway the rest of the lineup you got Cedric winning again yes 
How do you think Cody Montgomery is going to do against? That's Reagan? the one. That's who jumped in. I was like, oh yeah, what the fuck? How do you think about like, that versus he, he Reagan? Can do very well. I don't know. That's a really interesting one. Do you think he can beat Reagan? Yeah. Going back to your uh, the Cedric thing, his <laughs> I was wetting myself when I was listening to his podcast. The way he was at <laughs> at the beginning, he's like, "What's up, fool?" Because <laughs> <Why? laughs> it's like I don't. I was just wasn't expecting it, but it's such a Cedric thing to say. What's up, fool? I've never people, heard anyone called you foo. Some people call me that. Yeah, he just cut it short. I don't know why. It's amazing. Um, it was a good podcast, though. No, it was very good. It was very, very good. Cedric is a deep motherfucker. He's I like, know. I spoke to him for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half backstage at the Arnold yeah. Australia this year. Yeah, and I was like, this guy's cool. This is why it drives me nuts. This is see, this is what drives me nuts about Instagram. That's why I got in a fight with that one asshole on your fucking Instagram page. Oh, yeah. He's like Cedric sucks. He's fucking blah blah, and I'm like, you have no idea. No, you don't, Cedric. Cedric, yes, no. You have no I idea. Actually, he's probably one of the hardest working bodybuilders, actually. When you take everything into consideration, yeah. But then people fault him for it. It's weird. It's like you can never make people happy. They're like, no, we're just fucking them. Can't. If you, if you're a lazy fuck and you sit at home all day and just eat and train, which is what I used to do for a long time, people are like, you're a lazy fuck. You don't have enough going on in your life. All you do is eat and train. And then if you're Cedric and you're like taking on the whole world in the army and you have four kids and you're fucking building a fort in your backyard, <laughs> like, they're like, you work too hard, dude. You should focus on bodybuilding only. Which he did. He took a year off to focus on your bodybuilding. He hated it. Yeah. I don't know, man. You, so you can't please everybody. Yeah. Um, right. So we... Uh... I want to know, Cody Montgomery or Reagan, who do you think is going to win? I don't know because I haven't seen Cody for a long time. I honestly don't know how to call that one. <coughs> Fuck, I hope I'm not getting sick. Um, oh. um, should you give some more questions? You don't want to talk about the show at all? Well, we should, but we I think there's 230 people that have left questions. So maybe we should just review this show next week. Okay, let's do it. Go ahead. All right, okay. Uh, do y'all... Do y'all, y'all I'm not going <laughs> to say that. It's an American person, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> do you all agree with Dorian Yates' statement that more than half of the Olympia lineup regularly use cannabis? 100%. Prob- probably. Probably more. Yeah, I'm one of the, I'm one of them. Yeah, I I use CBD to sleep, or I use yeah. uh, edibles to sleep sometimes. Yeah, I use it, I use it to wind down at the end of the day and to help me sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't use. I, it's literally just a nighttime thing for me. Um, yeah, I don't party with it. Or I, no, no, like I, I don't go around a mates just to get stoned, man. <laughs> well, that, that's not me at all. For me, it's it's used as a as it's used. I use it as a supplement. In a yeah. way, I use yeah. it's like it helps me wind down. I don't yeah. think I think. What you're assuming is because maybe he said half the guys use it. It doesn't mean half the guys are stoners. It means 100% of the guys in that stage are mentally maniacs. Yeah. And half of us probably need it to help us not be that mental. Yeah, yeah. And it's used as a tool. That doesn't mean that anyone's a stoner because they're not. I don't know anybody who doesn't eat an yeah, edible that, or smoke cl- a joint or yeah. have a vape pen or some vape, shit. I think, well, I think the, the thing with the vape pens, they're very popular in the, in the US as well. Like The ones I got in... Vegas, because I only had the vapes in Vegas. Yeah. They were so fucking strong. Really? Yeah, like one hit of them. You're like, whoa. You notice when you smoke a vape pen, you cough more than if you just smoke a joint? I don't smoke joints either. I use a, I use oh. a, uh, I use a pipe or a bong. <laughs> I don't, re- but yeah, but you know, it's still, it should be the same thing. If you smoke a pipe. No, it's not, well, I don't know. It depends on, because over here, like a joint here has tobacco in it, which I don't do. So. Oh, okay. So but you don't, you me, don't. It doesn't. The vape pen doesn't make you cough at all. It does, but the yeah. real smoke makes me cough more. But the good, I mean, oh, okay. But the um, yeah, I think just one of those things like cannabis in bodybuilding. It's, it depends how you use it. Are you using it 
you know, it's like, are you using it as a tool or is it, and is it helping your bodybuilding like everything else we do? Or are you using yeah. it to inhibit it? You're just sat in your ass all day, letting it fucking destroy your life. Yeah. There's a, yeah, yeah. a massive difference. It's like, I don't have a problem if somebody wants to use it's, it's to me, it's not so Valium. A lot of people use Valium to help them relax and go to sleep in the evening. Yeah. That is a plan. To me, that's way worse, but that seems yeah. to be much more accepted. Yeah, I would think it's way worse. Why would it be more accepted? Is accepted there? It's way more accepted. So if you want to just like have a Valium at nighttime for bodybuilding to help you sleep, everyone's like, yeah, yeah that's normal. Like the doctors huh. prescribe it for stress and things like that. Yeah. Or on um, sleeping pills. But then like a little bit of weed, everyone's like, whoa, you stoner. Fucking Valium is the same as lorazepam? Diazepam and Valium, I think are the same. or very similar. I think I've taken lorazepam before, but it was one of my... Diazepam. Oh, diazepam. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like, so that kind of shit, it's like, that's quite common here compared to most things but it's like yeah that's far more accepted than smoking a joint yeah yeah i don't think it's i I don't know anybody in the who's a pro who's just sitting around no baked all the time you couldn't be a professional bodybuilder and do that but i also assume that they've all smoked or do or eat yeah and also like a lot you remember a lot of these guys might not have a good appetite and they use it to help them eat does it help you eat though no not really i don't find that either no it used it's to, just, I think me, when I... For, for me, it's literally just because, like, if I sit there and don't have it, yeah, my, my mind is like my son. It sits and goes, burr, burr, it just <laughs> makes a shit load of noise, I'm just going to piss you off. That's what it does in my head. And I can't have that when I'm trying to relax at night. I Especially see. in a contest, Brett, when you, there's, like, you're, like, eight weeks out. Yeah. Probably from eight weeks out to show day, there's not a single point in the day where you can relax. I agree with that, yeah. Because you're overthinking everything but you don't take any you don't take it during the you don't smoke no, it or no, eat it no, during, no, during all, the day no because during the day i'm really really busy and then when yeah. i get to like nine o'clock at night and i've sat down and now i'm not busy anymore and i've got like yeah. two two hours before i go to bed yeah i i can't stop yeah i'm the same way well it's not, i'm not like that but i i only use it before i actually use it like half an hour before bed not even yeah. at nine o'clock i'll yeah, wait till like, like mine's like an hour and i'll have my last meal and go to sleep yeah yeah, yeah. um but it's like it's like if you're a bodybuilder and you like to have a beer with your evening meal that's fine doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody faults anybody anymore for it. No, they it's fucking. It's fucking normal. Uh, do you deal with post-show depression when you win a show? I get it every you, time. You have been busting your ass, but you're not satisfied and still want more. I get it every time. I think the worst I ever had it was when I won my pro card. Really? Yeah, I was really bad. Um, after this Olympia, I had it pretty bad as well, but just because I was so disappointed in myself. But that's a different kind of depression, I think. I think yeah, that was more just pure disappointment, and then other times it's yeah. just. I, I like. I think what it is for me, I like having being structured with yeah. the goal. So yeah. you take the goal away, my structure crumbles because I have no reason to be that structured. Yeah, I hear you. And, and then I start hating that I'm not in a structure. There's like a vicious cycle. You kind of. I think a lot of people. I think that'll go away for you, man. Yeah. Because you've only been competing for like eight years. Yeah, it's get every time it's getting better because what I do yeah. now is I make sure when I finish the show, I have a load of stuff to focus on. Yeah. So like after this show, um, I'm moving house. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot more other stuff. I've done a lot more traveling, spending time with my kids and taking my kids away for Christmas. Yeah. I've, I had all that to organize and focus on. I knew all those things would be coming after the show. Yeah. The problem is in the past, I'd have the show and afterwards I'd be like, oh, now what? Nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody goes through that like adrenaline yeah. dump where you're like have all these things going on and then you have nothing because yeah. the show is over. But for me, it got easier as I went along after yeah. But did you find that, that as you went along, you were busier after the shows? No, I just learned to appreciate what happened for me was not that I, I created a thing to do afterwards. What happened for me was I just learned to appreciate that that's the end of it. Now, 
I would focus on my personal life because you know your personal life goes to shit. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but that's it. There, there you go. That's yeah. that's kind of goes with my point. Is you have things yeah. to do afterwards, which is do your personal life. Oh, I thought you meant like you're creating projects. Like no, no, I mean yeah. just you have plans to do things. Yeah. Like, afterwards, I'm going to spend more time with my wife, or I'm going to spend yeah. more time with my girlfriend, or I'm going to yeah. I'm going to get into this fucking. I'm going to play. I'm going to finally play a game or whatever. Do just do yeah. something to some either something that's going to entertain you or something to you over other people. You know, just something that's going to keep your mind focused on something i think a lot of people like it when they're prepping because everybody's it's like all eyes on me right all your friends all your family everybody's like oh how's the show how are you looking how's this how's that you're posting a lot of stuff on instagram people are really like interested and then uh and then it all goes away nobody gives a shit anymore exactly right which is and when afterwards when you have like nothing there so you have no personal life you have no goal you have nothing then that's when you get some really severe but what I'm saying is I think for some people, and I think we're on a maybe a different level than other people. So I think for some people, it's the attention that's the depressing part. Because now, now nobody gives a fuck anymore. But it's like that in bodybuilding as well. Like when, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm pre-contest, my engagement on, say, my social media is through the roof. I know that. And, but what, and then what when I'm, I go into the off-season, it's like when I post the same shit, everyone's not as interested because it's the off-season. 100%. And I, so, when, so when people are at like the amateur level and all their friends and everyone at the gym are complimenting yeah. and interested in how they're doing, yeah. It's that, it's that, but in real life, which is more affecting. And then when you after the show, that's gone. No one cares. Exactly. And I went through that, and I, I think that's what people are talking about. So you just have to accept that, you know, you're. Yeah, but again, if you have something to focus on in terms of like after that, I'm going to start. I'm going to go see my friends more. I'm going to start. Yeah. Doing something else, then you'll have something else to focus on afterwards, and you won't need yeah. that attention because your mind is on other things. Yeah. My uh, battery is telling me I have six percent. And I, when I got on here, it was on eighty. Okay, well, we should probably burn through a few more of these because I got to get ready to go anyway. Yeah, all right, let's go. Uh, as a bodybuilder, would you say rack pulls are just as beneficial as deadlifts in terms of body of building a back? Uh, I think they do build a back, and a lot of people think they get deadlifts and uh, rack pulls don't build your back at okay. all. Okay. I disagree. I completely yeah. disagree. Yeah. Uh, only because like when I do deadlift or rack pull, parts of my back are so insanely sore. Yeah, I don't think it does much for your lats. I think it's more it's mostly spinal erectors and upper back. But I think if you're just focusing on your fi- spinal erectors and upper back, deadlifts and rack pulls are, I think, are fine. Are they equal, or which one's better? Yeah, I think they're. I think they're about the same for that reason. Okay, I agree with that. Um, um your wife and your oh god, I wanted to ask you this one. This is fucked up. Your wife and your mother switch bodies in order to switch them back. Do you have sex with one of them or do you sleep with your wife's conscious consciousness in your mom's body or your mom's in your wife's body? So your wife, so let me, let me repeat it. Your wife and your mother switch bodies in order to switch them back. You have to have sex with one of them. Probably the, the, wife, the wife's body, I would say. But that's your mom now. Yeah, with my mom's conscience, but I'd like probably put a, I'd probably put a gag on her. So I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry, mom. And I'd put a blindfold her and put a, a like a gimp mask on her so I can't see or hear her. And then just pretend it's my girlfriend. Because the sound she's going to be making is from my girlfriend's vocal cords. So for all intents and purposes, that's my girlfriend. And then afterwards, I can just go, ah, la, 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 la. But she's going to know, she's, she's going to know what you felt like. But not in her own vagina. <laughs> or us. <laughs> I think... 
that's actually a good way to put it. I was when I read this question, I wasn't sure. I'm like, hmm. That's well, that's my only way of, of making it work. And but if you know, bang your mom in, in your wife's in your mom's body. Yeah, but it's still your mom's body. And I like I can almost guarantee my girlfriend has a much nicer body than my mom. Yeah, but then your is your uh. It's your mom's body and your mom's face. <laughs> the so sound because like if you're if you're if you're banging your girlfriend with your mom's consciousness in her, that's still your girlfriend's it's sound. Still your right? girlfriend's sound, yeah. Yeah, and like and like I said, ball guy again. You can't hear what she's saying. Yeah, I guess if yeah, if yeah, and, and it's still your girlfriend's vagina. You make a good you make a good point, Luke. I'll take your advice thanks, on that one. Thanks, thanks. Well, I don't know why and how I came up with that point. But. <laughs> um, training question for both of you: three best uh, pass. Okay, fine. Three best back exercises to build back. Um, T bars. T bars has to be one. T bars or Bubba Row, whichever one you prefer. Whichever one feels better for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else? T-bars, barbell rows, underhand pull-down, um, and heavy pullovers. Okay. Because there's not I much in your bag that's not getting a pasting there. I think cable rows over underhand pull-downs. Well, you, if you look at the mechanics of your lats, the underhand pull-down will pull... Will, Use a lot Are you talking pullovers or underhand pulldowns? Which one? You can't. You think pullovers is uh, the three okay? Best? So on that, let's, let's take the pullovers out then. Let's say, uh, so let's say cable row, cable row, T bar or, or barbell, and and an and an underhand or close grip pulldown. Okay, I got you. Deal. Yeah, good. Um, best simple carb source post workout. Anything uh, you like to digest well. Cluster dextrin. Rice krispies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I agree let's so 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 tell you why because okay, if i on. have all my cluster bomb in uh one hit no matter yeah. the psychodations where it's from i use the cluster bomb obviously if i have like 100 grams of carbs and cluster bomb away i just get the shits really if i, if I have the whey and rice krispies absolutely fine okay but that's a personal thing exactly so he asked me what my favorite is oh you're fa- oh. well i thought he meant for himself i thought no he's saying but, that, but, yeah, but so he might have the same thing so i'm saying the best mine from my experience well, he's also for our experience isn't he he's asking for the best simple carb source not your but favorite but there is no best is there because you're right there is the no shits, best he might get the shit he might get the shits okay lorenz bl you get the shits so you have to do you have to yeah. do the rest the shits um Can I read the question? Yeah, go ahead. No, you. I thought you were picking one. Oh, oh, okay. Um, let me see here. You don't know? How, do, you, do you follow like a lot of car stuff or no? Not at all. Just trucks? I don't even follow that. I just know I like trucks. You just know you like trucks. Okay. Yeah, I sound like a little kid. I like trucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nasser versus Yates, 97. I would have to get the pictures up to compare, but... Obviously, my uh, allegiance is always with Mr. Yates. I think Nasser won that one. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like Dorian was off that year, a little off. The, his shape was I, off. I don't year. know. I think it's one of those things that because everyone says in person Dorian was so freakily peeled. Yeah, that's true. In pictures, yeah. you can't yeah. tell as well comparatively, but like in yeah. person, it's more obvious. Because like everyone said that about the Olympia when Roden won. Every, I've had so many more people said when you were there, it was Sean. Yeah. When you can get the pictures, it's hard to see. Okay. Yeah, I could take. I can. I can accept that. Okay. Do you or Luke ever suffer from high CK levels during to, uh, due to all your heavy lifting? And if so, what do you do about it? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Every single time I go get my blood work done, my yeah, CK mine, levels mine are, all, mine are always insanely high because um, yeah. it's very rare that I'll take them like 
within 24 hours of a blood test. Um, but the only, I think one of the things you need to be more concerned about is are, if all your other numbers are fine. Yeah. And that's the only one that elevated. There's a reason for it. If all of your numbers are out, then that's something to be worried about. From that I agree. And if you, if you want to make sure that num- everything's really accurate, uh, Dante told me three days. You got to take three days off. Yeah. Three days off and make sure you're very well hydrated the morning of. Yeah. Uh, drink lots of water and then go get your blood work done. Yes. So, but even with the three days off, my CK levels are still. But because you have so much muscle mass, just by yeah. moving around, you're creating more like, yeah. waste, so to speak. So to speak, what is the next? Well, I got one more question. Will, will got, y'all? I got 1%. 1%. Okay, 1%. Will y'all ever hit a workout together? Y'all? Yes. Yes. We already have. We trained in LA last year. Oh, yeah. That's when you did 200 pound dumbbells for yeah. fun. For fun. I did 150 not that many, day. Not, not as many as Ronnie, though. No. But it, was, it looked easy for you that day. It was. I did the 150s that day. I was proud of myself. Fifty fucking pounds heavier, and it looked easy. <laughs> and it looked easier for you. <laughs> and I have the I have, a, I have a way shitter chest than you. I don't say I wouldn't say that. But anyways, okay. You know, so your chest is your chest is like your one of your best body parts. Mine is shit. I don't think that. I can't, yeah, your you chest know, is crazy good. How do I get rid of the cheeseburgers in the off season? What do you mean? Oh, you don't know what cheeseburger tits are? No. It's where the fat like wraps around. Uh, just Here. eat less. I'm in a fat cunt. Literally. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know the answer. Right, I thought it was. A... I think all right, all right. Before we, uh, before I just go off and disappear. Okay. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. When are we back? Um, we are back. We'll probably record. I can't record Monday because I've got a break on one evening. Maybe next Tuesday. Did you get? Actually, yeah. Did... No, next Tuesday we good. Did you get Brian Shaw to do with this thing? Of this he said or... yes. So you got to reach out to him. He said. He yes. said yes. Yes, he did. All right. What? Are you gonna? I, get I think work? I really annoyed Brian because I, at the after part, at the party thing, I was just sat there like you're so fucking big, and I was just laughing like, "How do you shit on an airplane?" Um, your poor wife. You know, I was just he, I think he was getting annoyed, but he was actually no. He was like, "No, I'm fine." And we spoke. I you know how many times he probably has to answer those. No, he was saying questions. he was saying that I was the only person that's ever asked him questions that he knows everyone's thinking, but I'm the only one that would ask them. <laughs> Like, how do you shit on an airplane? I don't think anyone's ever said that to him. All right, let's get him on the podcast. And he'll ask him. He is, I, I mean, I spoke to him for a couple of hours. Great guy. Let's get him on. Okay, let's do it. All right, Luke. Until next week. Yes. Thanks, buddy. Bye. We'll talk to you guys later.